Tony, do you remember those choose your own adventure books as a kid? How old do you think I am, Jeff? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> this is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in, as I like to say, to uh, Paladin Financial Talk. Uh, we've got a great show here this week. We're going to share some ideas with you and encourage you to take what I would call an adulting sprint and uh, choose your adventure here over the next 30 days. So we have some goals we'll we'll throw out there for you to consider. But yeah, I do remember those uh, those books as a kid, Tony, the Choose Your Own Adventure. And I always loved those, but you couldn't find them. They were pretty pretty rare find but you'd get to the end of the eighth page and you'd have three choices if you you're walking down the path and you meet the wizard with the weird beard you can either choose to drink the potion he hands you or kick him in the shin and run or go back the other way and then you turn to that page and figure out what happened (laughs) no i do actually remember i had a couple of those as a kid but only a couple but now that you say that, I remember the, exactly having a, a scenario like that where you turn to a certain page if you made a certain choice. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. Those are that's fun, very but... fun. Yeah. Uh, what does that have to do with our topic today? That's a stretch. It's a stretch, Tony. I'm going to admit that up front. No, the <laughs> the idea is here. We're going to share some uh, adulting goals for your consideration, to folks, to listen listen into these and and pick one of these goals that you might want to try to accomplish that you do want to accomplish rather over the next 30 days. And some of these might be ones that you've already taken care of. You've crossed it off the list. It's it's old news. Uh, some, some might be too scary for you to to turn to that page at this point in your financial adventure. But I want you to encourage, encourage you to pick one of these, make it your goal to cross this off the list within the next 30 days. And we're going to phrase these as questions. And I want you to be able to answer yes to your chosen question at the end of those 30 days. Wow. I like that. I like the concept. I think it's really good. That works. So choose your own adventure. You scared me with the word adulting. Yes. Because I'm used to hearing that from you, my financial advisor and my wife, <laughs> and that's usually a negative thing. So I like the choose your own adventure part, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, it makes you feel in control, Tony. That's right. What we like. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, as I always say, just give them a little push and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with choose your own adventure, but somehow the it's old beautiful. Bob's your uncle, the old British phrase uh, factors in here. So um, wh- where do we start with this adventure? Yeah, the first uh, first page you can turn to, if you will, is what is my income and what are my expenses? So the goal here is to identify what do you have coming in every month and, and throughout the year in terms of income, your different sources of income, and also know where your money is going. 
and starting point is, well, here's how much I'm averaging that I spend on a monthly basis. Uh, but you break that down and understand where that money is actually going. So how much do you actually spend on food? How much do you actually spend on records, Tony, and, <laughs> and different things? And uh, fill in the blanks there and understand where your money is going. And I'm not, I'm intentionally not using the B word, the budget word, as some might with this, but simplify that. Here's what's coming in. Here's what's going out. For your income, if you're retired, how much of that is guaranteed? and how much of that is variable and how might that change over time. So we have some clients where they want more of their income is, is guaranteed. Others are more comfortable with variable income from their investments. It's making sure you have a good plan based on what you're comfortable with. Um, if you have a, a pension, how do you get the most out of that pension? If you've not yet elected that, that's something we help uh, all of our clients with and anyone that comes in for a complimentary second opinion. If you have a pension plan, help you to understand how that works, what your options are and those trade-offs. And I think we might've touched on this in the last show, but we had a, a client we were working with recently who had a pension from a former employer. She's still working and the pension, when we ran the numbers, it stopped increasing if she delayed between 62 and any further age. It did not increase at all. So oh, there is wow. no benefit to deferring that past age 62 because she's losing out on any growth from that. So we can help, help you to identify what option makes the most sense for you. Some pensions have a lump sum option. Should I roll that over in, into an IRA and have that as an asset? What should I do? And then same thing with Social Security is when's the right time to file to maximize your social security benefits, but are there also things that you can do to minimize taxes on your social security income? So that first one again is what is my income? What are my expenses? And what are they today? But what are they projected to be into retirement if that's somewhere down the road for you? Yeah. And I think that's good to point out, like unlike that uh, person's pension, social security, it may pay to let it uh, wait before you take it and let it roll up because Social Security does roll up the longer you take uh, or wait uh, to that's take a, it. So. That's a great point. And that's something we can quantify for you folks is understand here are your options. Are you single? Are you married? Are you divorced? What options, what strategies make the most sense for you? I've heard this. I heard that. My, my neighbor said I could do this. What can you actually do based on your situation? We'll give you that advice. Uh, as part of our complimentary second opinion process. So, All right. So that first question was, what is my income and what are my expenses? Uh, you know, have a spending plan. We're not going to use the B word. Uh, what's the second <laughs> main question you want to talk about? The second one is, what are my assets and liabilities? So with our assets, you have your investable assets, your accounts, 401ks, uh, the brokerage accounts, mutual funds, old retirement plans, etc. Know who owns that. So if you're married, here's what I have. Here's what my spouse has. Here's what we jointly own together. And then also understand the tax status of each of those accounts. So is it an after-tax, a non-qualified account? Is it a pre-tax traditional IRA or 401k, for example? Uh, or is it Roth money or HSAs, et cetera? So how is that treated from a tax perspective? The other thing you want to think about, too, is if you're under age 59 and a half and it's qualified money, which means it's had some tax advantages along the way, your traditional IRAs, traditional 401k, for example, uh, Roth money can come into this category as well to a degree. 
but understand when you can have access to that without paying the pre 59 and a half 10% IRS penalty. And also, is that asset fully liquid or are there some strings with that? So if you have a CD, CDs are not fully liquid. If you take too much money out, you can pay some penalties with that. Same thing with certain types of annuities, whatever your investment might be, make sure you understand how that works. So that's your in investable assets, but you also want to look at your hard assets as well. Your house, your rental property, your, your whatever your, your toys are that you might have and understand what those are. Are worth so that's the record assets. collections record collection yes yeah. <laughs> hypothetically speaking yeah um, so yeah your assets and then the other side of your personal balance sheet are your liabilities so what do you owe in terms of how much who do you owe that to I have a simple inventory what is the interest rate that I'm paying and what kind of monthly minimum payment do I need to make and then here's what I'm actually paying on that debt. So maybe you have a mortgage that's $1,500 a month, but you're actually paying $1,700 a month, understanding what each of those are. The next step is to prioritize those debts, those liabilities, and here are the ones that make the most sense to pay off first and why. And again, all of this is something that we can help you to understand as part of our complimentary second opinion process that anyone that comes in to meet with us will walk you through this and give you some great ideas on how you do. You can optimize your resources today. So that's our second question. What are my assets and liabilities? The next one is, is my stuff organized? Right. So here are all the things that relate to my adulting life. We're going to continue that theme here, but create an inventory of your things. So your accounts, your investable assets, your properties, your liabilities, your debts that we talked about, who would you call? Let's say something happened to you. Who would a person call to find out where things were at, notify you uh, and them of your passing? Or if you're in the hospital and you can't pay your bills for six months, who do they call? So the goal here is to help you to, uh, this is a professional term, get your poo in a pile and understand <laughs> here's, here's, here's what you have. Can we say Bye that? Life. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, but if this is your adulting life, uh, if it was a book, it'd be putting together your cliff notes is what we're talking about. Is ah, okay. Here's our I stuff. So have that good inventory. And that's helpful because you then understand here, here are all the pieces of my puzzle in planning for retirement or whatever goals you have. We first have to get all those pieces on the table and understand them and to make good decisions from there. So that's our third question. Is my stuff organized? Yeah, I like that one. And and that's get your poo in a pile. Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, to put it professionally. Yeah. Yes. But seriously, getting organized, making lists, taking an inventory, make sure you know where everything's at. And I know you have a tool that your clients use, the Generational Vault, that helps organize all your financial documents and important documents. So uh, there are tools out there to help with that. What's the next question you have for us? Yes, the next one is, is my emergency fund well stocked? So typically for most people, we recommend three to six months of expenses be socked away in boring money that isn't earning much and it drives you a little bit crazy, but you wanna be aware of any semi-annual or annual expenses that might be coming up along the way as well. So 
depending on your situation, we might lean more towards that three months of expenses, more uh, other situations, more towards the six months. Also, I'm another example of this, of how we customize this based on a person's situation. Met with a gentleman today. He is in, in an industry that is kind of volatile. He might not, he wouldn't be surprised if he got a call tomorrow that, Hey, your, your job no longer exists and he has to find another place. So we might be on, we might edge beyond that six months of expenses in that situation. But this might take you more than 30 days to stock that emergency fund. So we want to make sure it's your goal to identify some expenses to trim or things that you can sell literally to achieve that goal to get you to your three or six months of expenses set aside. So again, the goal is not to have all that money within that period of time, depending on your situation, you might need longer, but make some progress. What are some expenses you can trim to build up that emergency fund? Or literally, I'm going to have a garage sale, sell things on eBay or wherever it might be and uh, generate some money to, to satisfy that goal. That's an important one. Well, really important. So uh, I think having an emergency fund is something that, you know, a lot of people, when you say three to six months of expenses in an emergency fund saved up, uh, that's a big goal to reach for a, a lot of folks. And uh, but I think it's really important to uh, at least get a good start of it <laughs> and yep. do as get as close as you can, and eventually you'll get there. So what's the next major question we need to be asking? Yeah, before that, I just thought of something as well as uh, one of the uh, the phrases, the analogies that's kind of stuck with me um, in that emergency fund category. Um, Dave Ramsey, we're part of Dave Ramsey's Smart Vester Pro program, if you're familiar with Dave and and read his books or listen to him on the radio or whatnot, but he, he talks about the, sometimes you have to uh, break up the log jam and that, that terminology, the log jam literally comes from the logging industry. You picture all these logs rolling down the, the river and they stack up and stack up. If something happens and they're stuck, that slows down the other end of the production line, so to speak. So sometimes literally they would have to throw dynamite out there to get logs to break free so that the rest of the logs can continue to flow down the stream. So he used that analogy in the context of if you're struggling financially to pay off debt, to build up your emergency funds, you're worried, you're stressed about money. Sometimes you have to break up that log jam. You have to use dynamite. You have to use an extreme situation. And that might be literally having a yard sale, doing whatever you need to do to, to, uh, make a change in your financial life. So thought I'd share that with you. It's a, uh, I think a very powerful analogy. But the last one we'll talk about today is does my estate plan reflect what I want if something were to happen to me? And the starting point of that is, well, what if any estate planning documents do I have in place today? And you may be aware of this, you might not, but if you don't have an estate plan you, you do. It's really the state's plan that's dictating what might happen to you if you're no longer here or if you're incapacitated. Whereas if you have a good estate planning documents in place now and something happens to you, you and your family, your wishes are covered and it's going to make life a lot easier for those that are left standing if you're not. So what documents do you have in place today? Which ones make the most sense for you? I've heard I should have a trust. Do I need a trust or is a will sufficient? Um, so weighing through those options, a good estate planning attorney can help you out with that. And we can put you in, in touch with someone for that purpose. Um, the other thing is if you have estate planning documents in place, they can also get outdated. You've had uh, in your family 
kids that have grandkids that have been born or divorces that have occurred. Uh, you got to make sure that those stay updated over time. So reviewing those every couple of years. Um, one of the things that we also provide to our clients, uh, Tony, you mentioned the generational vault is our secure client yep. portal that enables our clients to organize their financial life, gives us a method to share information securely with them. We also have a tool called the legacy of love, and that helps you to walk through your adulting life again and create that inventory and hear all the things that you need to think about, dot the I's, cross the T's for your peace of mind, but also for the benefit of your family. And that's something that we help all of our clients with. Yeah. And that's huge. And I think the generational vault, I can't say enough about it. Uh, it's so important to utilize a tool like that uh, to really help with your, especially those estate planning documents. Now, uh, what's the next aspect of this choose your adventure that we're on? The next page of the book is to pick up the phone and give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199. And call us, schedule that complimentary second opinion, come in and we'll give you some ideas on how you can write your, your book, if, if you will, in the way that you would like. So planning ahead and laying out your goals, your objectives, when do you want to retire? Are you retired, but you want things to, to have more peace of mind, if you will, we can help you to think through all of that. But give us a call, come in for that second opinion, 877 877- You can also visit us online at financialpaladin.com and encourage you as well. Follow us on social media. Actually, today we're going to be, as soon as we're done here, we're launching our first uh, Facebook live event and sharing some ideas about the podcast and other things that come up along the way uh, to help you be informed and make good decisions in your retirement plan. So we thank everyone for, for listening in here today. All right. Well, thanks. That sounds great and great show today, Jeff. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.